welcome back to Flourish. I am your host, Nicolette. And I'm Jules. You guys, <laughs> we just... First of all, hi, we're hi. back. Hi, we missed Screaming. you. Ah! We literally just recorded this and I started it, right? Like mm-hmm. saying hello, hello. And I froze. Like stage fright. Staring straight into Julie's eyes. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Like a deer in the headlights. Because I'm so excited slash nervous to talk <laughs> about baby Billy today. Yes. I told her that I'm like already crying 24-7 about this episode. So that's why I had stage fright. Yes. Literally never in my life has that no tr- ever happened. No, truly. It was a bit of a shock. But you recovered I, great. I did. You recovered great. I did. And I'm nothing but excited to talk about <gasps> Billy. We've waited for this day. We've waited for this day. So before we start, Mm -hmm. we need to say one thing. Yes. One quick announcement. A very fun. Yeah. One we think you'll like. Mm -hmm. We have. (laughs) Take it away. mm -hmm. It's uh, we have a bonus episode coming out this week. We missed you guys so (sighs) much that we decided to give you a bonus episode midweek mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. so stay tuned later this week yeah we're gonna be dropping another episode double trouble we've never have we ever done this? we've never done this <gasps> never have we ever and in that episode is something oh bigger than big that you just you like you you're not to do you're not ready for it and if you aren't listening to the bonus episode you're going to miss out you're, on something. Yeah, you're missing ma- The most massive thing that we've ever announced. Yes. So. So, wow. Like, be very, very, We're very, back. very, very. We are so back with a bang. With a bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Banger, bop. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Can you tell that we've missed being uh-huh. here? Like, we've been, Julie and I were so giddy texting this morning about recording. Yes. we, like miss you this was too long it was a it felt like a long time longer than usual a lot has happened yes yes which we'll be talking about in our bonus episode yes everything that you guys have missed while we were gone girl talk yeah we'll be back major girl talk but mostly such exciting news in that yes. episode but today we really needed to focus on what's the most important which baby. is nick and baby billy Bills. you guys he's unreal I was snuggling him earlier today and was like just laughing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's like unreal. <laughs> Truly. You just like stare at him and I you just like giggle <laughs> because he's like so amazing. Like I made that. Yes. Inside my body. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. truly. Mm-mm. You guys, and how fun is it to see your best friends become moms? Ugh. I love it. A dream. It's so fun. A dream. I love it. It really, really, really is so special. Well, I'm just prefacing that I'm going to cry a lot. Yep. Just like if someone is, if anyone's <laughs> uncomfortable with cry voice, because like sometimes it's gross. Right. Mine's never cute. <laughs> cry face and cry voice mm-hmm. are all bad usually. All bad. No one like looks great doing it. No. And if you're crying, I'm crying. So okay. yes. Mm-hmm. So just bear with me. Yep. I've been nothing but an emotional mess since having Billy. So in the best way. In the best way. Yes. yes. Truly. Yes. yes. Okay. Without further ado, here it is. Here's our special guest. 
Nicolette. <laughs> it's like, where's this going? I'm kind of sorry. Just really went on my own. Like, there. Billy can't talk. Right? Not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Where to begin? Let's start from like a few weeks before I had him. Yes. First of all, I have to tell you guys that I had, and I can't remember if I mentioned this in one of our last podcasts before Billy, but I had a dream about Billy. Like I've only, I think I only had two total, like the one where I, the, the day I like found out I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and I saw him at a wedding I was holding him at my friend's wedding. Um, but then I had this other dream about him a few weeks before he was born and he was laying on my bed and I was just like above him looking at him and he had these like twinkly eyes and I remember them so vividly and he was light skinned and light brown hair like not Mm -hmm. not like this dark baby but I think everyone is like yes oh you're married to Colby your baby's gonna come out with black jet black hair and so furry and when I woke up, I remember, and I just read my journal entry about this day because it's so fun to look back on like those days before I had him, mm-hmm. but I missed him. Like when I woke up, I yeah. like felt like I missed him and I've never felt that feeling before where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I've known you and like, you're not, you're actually not here, but I dreamed about you and it was so real. Anyway, the way he looked, I remember his eyes so specifically. And I remember telling Colby that morning, like he had these like big twinkly eyes and they are literally the same eyes. Yes. That I like, he is the exact way I viewed him. So crazy. Which is so weird because you really don't know what your kid's going to look like till they're here. And in my dream, I was like, oh, I'm sure that that's not really how he's going to look when I see him. But anyway, it was very magical that like I saw him exactly how he was in Mm -hmm. a dream Mm -hmm. so wild so then a few and I haven't even told you some of this part some of this I'm I'm excited so I had like started to feel like something was off like and I had said that I was super uncomfortable like out of nowhere Mm -hmm. like I felt good I felt good and then I started feeling weird you did because you felt great loved my pregnancy yeah you really Loved did it. feel great. You were thriving, thriving. <laughs> squat jumping, through honestly, my, through my all throughout my pregnancy, honestly. loving life, waking yep. up at the crack of dawn, so much energy, like everything was so great. And then I started to feel like my belly was going to explode. And you're like, okay, I'm pregnant. I've never done this before. Am no. I being a baby? Like everybody gets a large belly at the mm-hmm. end of pregnancy, and like everyone hates it. But I would lay down at night and. I'd feel like I could feel sloshing. Like that's the best way. <laughs> I'd like lay down and like make a deep exhale and Colby would always be like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. <sighs> and then when I'd move from side to side, I could feel him literally like slide to the other part of my belly. You told me that. The I remember, weirdest yes. feeling. I remember you telling me that on like yes. FaceTimes. You'd he, be like, oh yeah, he's just like moving. Like I'll stand up and he'll go from one side to the yes. other. And like, moving, 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 kicking so many contractions. Like, and 
I'm, this is all just normal. Like they tell you this is normal. And, but my doctor had said like, oh, the, those like the, the movements will slow down a lot as he gets bigger and there's no room. And, but I was like, oh no, these are like speeding up. Like we're, he's everywhere inside of me. Like it was so uncomfortable. And every morning I would wake up and I'd have this, like a new little stretch mark around my belly button. And it felt like I know it's just dramatic and it, and I hate, I sounded so dramatic, but it really was like every morning my belly grew like a half inch right? and it started to turn shiny too, like which tight. Yes, yes. So shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, feeling very dramatic. Cause everyone's like, you're fine. You're fine. That's normal. Like everyone carries different. And the feeling just would not go away that something was not right. And I kept, but I'm a hypochondriac by nature. So I'm like, I need to ignore it. And Colby even said like, ignore it. And one morning I woke up and it's, it literally still, it was the first thing I'd think about when I woke up, like something's wrong, Nicolette. And so I prayed and was like, Hey God, if something's actually wrong, please like, can you show me a sign? Right. Because if I'm just like over my head right now, then like put me in my place. Like I can chill out. So later that day, I was watching Siesta Key. (laughs) No, the episode. And see, I almost wrote you about it that day because I was so overwhelmed about it. But then I couldn't. I, and I, a part of me thought that you wouldn't bring it up to me. I, I didn't. I, because of exactly mm-hmm. what my situation was. Yeah. But if you don't watch Siesta Key, one of the main characters was pregnant and at 37 weeks, she lost her baby and the cord had wrapped around its neck. So tragic. Awful. And I was 37 weeks when I was watching the episode and I went into like almost a straight panic attack because that to me was my answer. Yes. That was the day that I asked for like a sign. Mm-hmm. And I told Colby about it and I was trying not to lose my, my mind. And I, Colby obviously was like, Nick, that's the last, like you shouldn't have watched, like, no, right. like this isn't your situation. And so the next morning I called my doctor cause I knew I had an ultrasound that was coming up in like a week. And so I was like, I'm just going to call the doctor and see if there's any chance they can get me in sooner. And if they can, that's a sign again, that like something's probably wrong. So of course I call and they're like, yeah, you can come in tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. Usually you guys are like so booked out completely. So we go to the appointment and the ultrasound starts and this is like my specialist doctor who is taking care of, of Billy's kidney. So they do this like really intense ultrasound that is so fun. Like you get to see all, it's like a 3D or 4D, whatever you see, like in so many details about them. And so at the first thing I said to her was, is the cord wrapped around his neck? Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of was thinking like, I wonder if that's what it is. Right. Like maybe he's like, maybe that's it. So anyway, I am noticing that she keeps measuring his belly like over and over and over. She did it like 10 times and she's being so quiet and this, they're usually not this quiet, but she literally wasn't speaking and she just looks at me and she goes, so did you pass your gestational diabetes test? And I was like, yeah, I did. She's like, okay, 
Well, I'm not sure if you've seen, but did you notice that his belly is measuring at 41 weeks? And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) She was like, it popped up. She's like, every time I measure it, it's measuring at 41 weeks and you're only 37 weeks. She's like, well, I've seen that you're date your due date has changed quite a bit like throughout your pregnancy and I was like yeah so we don't really know how pregnant I am (laughs) but wild if I'm actually 41 weeks and so she was like okay well he is measuring to be about eight pounds he's looking a little big so I'm sure the doctor will want to look at that and then she she kind of just like leaves it at that and she goes and I'm noticing she's measuring my um cervical fluid is that what it's called amniotic fluid Mm -hmm. amniotic fluid and I'm and she measures it a few times and then she just like finishes the ultrasound and she said like oh his kidney looks about right like what we would think it would be at so she's like not concerned about that right so I'm like okay and then she just leaves and she's like so the doctor's gonna come talk to you and about what what everything's looking like so me and Colbert are waiting there and it's now been like 30 minutes and we are wondering where the heck the doctor is. Mm-hmm. Did they forget about us? So the tech comes back in and she's like, I am so sorry about the weight our doctor's running behind. I would offer you some water and treats, but you might be having your baby today. Mm. And she's like, I don't want to like make you nervous because <laughs> immediately Colby and I, I think oh, I gasped. Yeah. I'm sure. Because I was like... I'm nope. not expecting anything like that <laughs> nope. to come out of your mouth. Yes. So uh, we're now freaking out. Colby's like starting to text people. Like we're just like, what is, I had appointments later that day, hair appointments. Like I is just like so wild. Doctor comes in and was like, so his kidney actually looks about where it should be. Um, what we expect for him. And his belly is looking really large which we worry with like him coming out of you and making mm-hmm. that a hard labor just cause he's big. But what we're most concerned about is you are diagnosed with a condition called polyhydramnios. Um, it's super rare, <laughs> like one to 2% of women get it, which is great. Yeah. Right. And what it is, is you create, an excess amount of amniotic fluid, like double to triple the amount as of the normal pregnancy, which would make sense why my belly mm-hmm. was getting so large mm-hmm. and felt like sloshing. Like literally growing by the day. Yes. Like yeah. so much fluid was building so up. And crazy. I probably didn't have this condition my whole pregnancy. It sounds like I got it right towards the end when I started feeling uncomfortable because they would have probably caught it earlier because right. yeah, I was having those intense ultrasounds throughout my pregnancy and they never found it. So it was probably something I got just recently towards the end. Um, and the, the issue with that is that the chances of a stillbirth increase like a lot as the days progress in your pregnancy. Um, the excess fluid, like they start to absorb it. The baby does is what I understand from the doctor so like their lungs and their belly. And that could be a reason why his belly looked so big. Um, and their heart rate just slowly starts to decrease until it like stops. Mm. And his heart rate actually had gone down mm. um, 
a lot compared to my previous doctor visit the week before. It was still like in a normal range, but it had dropped quite a bit. And then the other issue is for mom, for me, if my water were to break naturally and I was just to go into labor on my own with this condition, the because there's so much force of fluid leaving your body, it pulls your uterus out of you, detaches it from your body. Hmm. And then you bleed out and you die. And so does baby. So mom and baby, the odds are like just not great. Right. So the doctor just said, so we're going to meet, we want to meet Billy today alive. Yes. (laughs) I was like, preferably. Thank you. "Uh Uh-huh. Like, please. But also so scary. Well, she was like, I need to call your doctor um, to make sure that he can get you in right now or what the situation is so in the meantime I need we need you to go get a stress test done to see if baby's doing okay and so I had never had one of those they just like hook you up to these monitors and they test to see if you're having any contractions Mm -hmm. and how the baby's responding to them and so (laughs) I'm laying there and the lady doing my stress test was like honey um are you feeling these contractions and I was like yes this is how I felt for the last like three weeks mm-hmm. and because I was having them like every two minutes on the monitor and she was like I I don't know if you know this but these are like labor contractions these are like what you would feel if you were in active labor so wild and I which also makes me feel very well, good that I was yeah. able to like handle those I mean they would drop me to my knees sometimes <laughs> while I was working but to know what it might feel like to be in labor and that right. I was like able to kind of handle that makes me feel like I pat myself like, on really the back cool. yeah. a little bit. Sure. Um, Cause I thought I was just being a really big baby cause typically I am. So I was having active labor contractions for so long and we, no, we didn't, no one knew that. So that was a fun little thing to learn, but it was also a sign to them that like he's stressed, your body's freaking out. Like we like let's just get the baby here. Something. Yes. So it's time. my doctor was not able to get me in for a full 24 hours to have Billy, and they needed a specific room for a C-section, um, an operating room, and um it sounded like the hospital was just full of, which is like kind of scary. I didn't right. know that it can be like so full with labors and like yeah. contract or um, C-sections that like you have to wait your turn. Right. So wild. And you weren't, there was no option of just like vaginal delivery for you. So right? he called me and said, we can try both, but let me give you my opinion and he was so good mm-hmm. at like letting me still make the decision on my own. Cute. But basically he said with this, we would be starting you and putting you on Pitocin. And like mm-hmm. what we would have to do is really speed up your labor process. If you choose to do it vaginally, which is like intense, mm-hmm. it's not natural. Like it's like forcing your body into it. Right. And there's more likeliness because he was measuring so large that mm-hmm. I would tear pretty bad with how big he is and it being my first baby. And it could take, 
he's like, it could take up to like, you could be in labor for like 48 hours, like Mm -hmm. with this situation. So it's a lot of stress on your body and it's a lot of stress on Billy. And especially he was like, which is a a little bit of a concern when we're already stressed out about his kidney and putting more stress on him just sounds like a sad idea. And you were already stressed. I mean, everything was stressed. Yeah, everything was stressed. And he was like, with a C-section, we know we can get him out within a few minutes and like it's less stress on him. And it's just like a safe option. Yes. So I immediately felt at ease with like a Mm C-section. And I'm so grateful that I had gone into my pregnancy not expecting any Mm -hmm. type of birth plan. Now I know why I was like supposed to be that way Um, because it didn't freak me out at all. It felt like that was the plan all along. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so weird because Colby and I have done this before where we're going on a vacation and like for some reason as we're like packing for the vacation, we'll be like, does it kind of feel like we're not going to go on this vacation? Like something bad's going to happen. Have you ever had something happen like that where you're like, I know that this isn't really going to happen this yeah. way or but something. We'll keep going through the motions. We'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the airport and the flight's canceled and like, you're and like, you don't go. Okay. That's right. why I felt like we weren't going. <laughs> yes. Well, I could, when we were packing our hospital bags weeks before we on the list was like the iPad. And I remember we wanted, cause we wanted to watch shows. They tell you sure. like, you're going to be in labor for a long time. Like you're going to be laying there and you're going to want to watch shows. And I could not for the life of me, when I would try to envision during like a meditation or just on my own, just like throughout the day, like what is, what is my labor going to look like? I could never, ever, ever picture us like okay. having a vaginal birth, like yeah. laying in the, in mm-hmm. the room together waiting. and like waiting and me totally. pushing and what Colby would be doing. And, but I also have never had a baby, so I just didn't know what to envision anyway, but it never felt real to me. Mm-hmm. And Colby, I asked Colby just a few days ago, if he could ever picture us having a baby that way. And he also felt the same way. He was like, I could, every time we'd talk about what it would be like, like laying in there and waiting for Billy, I never felt like it was going to be that way. Mm-hmm. So just kind of interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So we chose the C-section. Um, they, when they sent me home that day, they were like, so if we don't see you tonight, cause you might go into labor tonight with how strong all your contractions are, hmm. then we'll see you tomorrow at your scheduled time. Thanks. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me I might go home and die. Great. Cause Thank if you. I just go into labor by myself, you're telling you me already I'm going told me. to die. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Um, mm-hmm. Let, let's leave on that. The, one of the the tech doing my old uh, my stress test, who was looking at my contraction, she was like, "Yeah, I'd I'd make sure you like basically stand in a um, garbage sack in the anytime you're in the car." I'm sorry, <laughs> because the baby was going to come out of you. Like so much liquid would come out of me too. Oh. Like if my water broke. Okay. I'm like, man, are you being honest? Can we just keep me here and like get this yes. baby here? So bad. Just like so much going through my head. So that night was, and she probably doesn't even remember saying that is the thing. And you no. know that, like, obviously, is something that is like mm-hmm. imprinted into your brain. Mm-hmm. And she probably just had no idea mm-hmm. she even said it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so we go home, and this is the part that I just. I can't, you, you did, you did a lot uh-huh. when you went this home. This was, 
This, this is, is where I shake my head a little. This is a little. <laughs> this part, not many people know. I don't even think my family oh. knows all the things okay. we did. Great. From that point to the baby being here. So we go home and I'm like already making my to-do list in the car, typical. you know? Typical, I'm like typical. trying to figure out all the things I need to get done, which was like kind of nice because you're like, okay, well, now I know. There's right. no guess. Um, meanwhile, I'm having like the most horrific contractions. And I'm like, oh, this is why they were saying that in case I don't come tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I, I bent over my um, dresser that night and was like rocking back mm. and forth like you see in the movies, just breathing and like moaning because my contractions were so bad that night. I felt like he was going to burst through my vagina. So things did, things were ramping up. I swear Billy like knew like, yes. Hey mama, I am coming. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm going to just like make this really hard. Maybe I'll try on my own. (laughs) So yeah, we go home and luckily the, my new salon that we built on the side of the house had just been finished that week, but we had not taken all the furniture out there yet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Colby, we've got to take all the furniture. I'm like so out mad there. at you for this still. Just like heavy furniture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do that. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm going to call my cleaner and see if she can come first thing in the morning tomorrow because <laughs> I want to come home from the hospital to a clean home. So I call her. She's able to come. What an angel. I call carpet cleaners. Because who doesn't want to come home to clean carpet? Wow. <laughs> they were able to magically get me in the, the next morning. So I was love. like, great, please come. Would love to come home to a spotless house. Mm-hmm. So then the morning comes and... Did you sleep? Absolutely not. Okay. I was like in lots of pain. Yeah. But I also was just like scared. Well, yeah. Excited. Yes. Nervous. It's a big, obviously a big day. Yes. You've been waiting. Yes. And waiting and waiting. Everything was packed. We had packed like weeks before because we had a few scares where we almost went in. So everything was like, that was nice that that was all done. So, um, oh, not to mention that night I had a panic attack when Colby was not there. He was, I think he was at the gym and it was after I had gotten off the phone with my parents. So originally we weren't going to tell any of my family or friends when we were having the baby. I just mm-hmm. like wanted it to be just a me and Colby thing. No one knowing about it. Cause I didn't want my phone blowing up. And, but once we found out that like, it was a little bit of a scary situation, I felt like I needed to call my mom. Yeah. So I told my mom and dad, and why is it like so much worse when like dad is oh. acting concerned? It, it is. It makes every, Why? every situation heightened. Why? Yeah. It was like, then I was like, I shouldn't have told him. Yes. Cause then he's very, he was, it was like an immediate change in his, the way he, he was like, what is this condition called? Why are they doing a C-section? Now tell me, he was like questioning. Well, he's also a doctor yeah. as well. So, and, and he's questioned, it, it was like, he's, que- I feel like he was questioning like me and the doc and my own, yeah. my OB and I, which he was just concerned. Such a, just such a dad. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, are you sure this is the right choice to do a C-section? I'm just like, and dad, like, why you would please, you say that? Please stop. What am I like, have to think about Then it. I'm like, well, are you, do you feel bad about it? Yeah. Do you think Should this I is do wrong? something different? So my sister who's a nurse calls and she kind of acts, it's like, everyone's kind of like concerned. And so at the end of it, and oh, then I have two sisters who've had C-sections 
And like, I appreciate them being honest with me, but like, they're kind of giving me the rundown of like, you need to know that this is what healing is going to feel like. No, don't tell me. Basically, it's going to feel like a bitch. Yeah, like, don't tell me. When you cough, you need to put a pillow again, press a pillow against your scar while your incision so that it doesn't hurt. Like, don't tell Colby not to make you laugh. Like, all these things where I was just like, and they're like, he's going to have to help you get out of bed for the next two weeks. Like, you won't be able to do it by yourself. So it's just like an overwhelming, I had so many sensations in my body. Yeah. Kind of the opposite of what you were hoping. hoping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I got off the phone and I had... I started doing like the numb arm thing you where I'm like, numb. you get the numb. Where's... Mm -hmm. And then I knew I was spiraling and I was able to pull myself out, but I was still pretty unwell. <laughs> As we're going to bed that night, I notice Colby, I like come back into the living room and Colby's gone. And I'm like, oh, where did he go? So I yell his name and he's in, he's like, I'm just in the bedroom. So I start walking to the bedroom and he's like, I think I'm having a panic attack. And I was like, oh no, like, not you not too. You. I'm gonna, if you pass out, I'm gone. Like we need like, one of us. Come on, hold it together. So yeah, he laid on the bed, like deep breathing. He had gone outside. I hadn't known he had, but he was like deep into one. So we were unwell. Uh -huh. We were unwell. Morning comes, cleaner comes, carpet cleaner comes. We ate strawberries dipped in sugar. Mm. It was very fun. I had like only two hours that I could eat before I like couldn't, you know, before surgery. You have to stop eating at like right. 10 or something. So we like had something kind of fun. And then I watered the garden and it was a very special moment. I like, it was so warm and... I had my belly showing, the sun on my belly, and Billy was really calm in my belly that whole time up until I had him, like, that day. Um, but I, like, got to talk to him. Yeah. It was, like, such just a special... Kind of your last moment. Yeah. I was just, like, it was just so... It was such a special, like, thing to have him in my belly, and I realize it so much more now because <laughs> I miss him in my belly so much. But just having this, I felt like he, he was so close to me, mm -hmm. like his spirit before he came earthside those like few hours before it all happened. So I just talked to him and I asked him to make sure that he would be okay, that I would be okay. Like, it was just a very special moment for us in the sunshine, in the garden. And I felt so calm after that happened. It was like a little mini meditation session. Yeah. And I saw a ladybug, which I had seen ladybugs that whole month leading up. And when I looked up what ladybugs mean, there's a million reasons sure. what, what people have like put on the internet, what they mean. But there is the first one I had clicked on was like introducing new life. Sweet. It was like so cute. So special. I love yeah. any reason to like make uh, it even absolutely. sappier and cuter. Yes, romanticize all of it. Ugh, yes. But there were ladybugs. There was a ladybug on the rose bush that I was watering. And it was just like I felt like it was Billy just like saying hi. Um so then I went and got my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So then that because that was very important. Yes, very important. You know, <laughs> you need to have you need to look needed good. My nails done. Yes. So oops. Yes. Went and got my nails done. 
very casual. Mm-hmm. 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 I kind of was like mad that no one asked me like, when are you due? Yes. So I wanted to be like, I'm having them in like two hours. Yeah. Like any minute, really. <laughs> so as you're sitting in your garbage bag. <laughs> so sick. I just bring it to the nail salon. So sick. I should have. You should have. Uh, like probably, dang it. Like truly should have. Dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you drive yourself there? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, just, I never asked that, but mm-hmm. I wondered. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I also forgot to mention that I did get a spray tan the night before. Well, of course. Because I had, you know, yeah. we all know. Right. So that's a must. Yeah. Definitely a must. Didn't you say as well the night before, like so many people texted you? So many. And Julie was like one of those. You did the day, was it the day of? Or the I day before, remember. but you kept I did text you twice. sending me messages. <laughs> yes, I had first of all, so many of my clients reached out that week or that day, mm-hmm. and it was like I wish I I should have screenshot all the messages because they all were almost the exact same. They were like, I feel like Billy's coming soon, and I'm just thinking about you this morning. So cute, so special. Yes, and yes. All my friends had an inkling, Mm -hmm. every single one of them. Yeah. My three closest friends all did. Yeah. I didn't, um, like, ask you about Billy. I just Mm -hmm. was sending you, like, random texts. Mm -hmm. They were, like, feeler texts, Mm -hmm. you know, to be, like. That I'd usually write back to. Yes. That were, like, Mm -hmm. things that you would absolutely (laughs) respond to me. And you didn't respond the first time. And I said, okay, there's a grace period there, you know. She is nine months pregnant or something. Uh Or or something. Who knows? Whatever. And and then the next day I was like, I'm just going to send out Mm -hmm. one more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then. Silence. Yeah, silence. And I was like, the baby's here. I know the baby's here. (laughs) I have another friend who has my locations on. No. So she was keeping tabs, right? She'd done it like like taken my phone and done it basically great a while ago and um then another one of my friends like wrote Colby and was like so Nicolette's radio silence so what's happening Mm -hmm. is everything okay and I was like gosh all of you guys freaking know (laughs) so very cool if you were one of those people that reached out to me because some listeners did and actually like so special to me because I'm like are we connected like somehow yes that you were able to feel that so get my nails done and then someone gave me this um idea and it's such a special thing and I'm so glad I did it anyone who's going to have a baby one day should do this but she said go to the dollar store and get baskets a few of them and fill them up with tons of treats like healthy snacks, Mm. naughty snacks, Mm -hmm. drinks, and have them be for your nurses who take care of you in the hospital because they're working long Mm -hmm. hours and they are, it's so intense, their job. And they're so like not appreciated. Yeah. So it's really sweet. We went and got, I just got a massive bowl and we chalked it full of like so many goodies. We probably spent like 30 bucks just like, mm-hmm. which at a dollar store goes such a long ways with oh, yeah. how many snacks you can fit in there. And um, that, by the way, ended up being such a fun thing. Like the nurses were so grateful. I, I every bet. time one would come in, I'd say, I need you to take like four things mm-hmm. from the bucket. Mm-hmm. 
because you're doing too much here. Right. And they'd always be like, no, no, I don't need, no. And then, then like, they'd they'd do it. Or, like, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and, like, see them looking through it. Like a midnight snack. "Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm, That's a really mm -hmm." cute idea. They'd be like, I really shouldn't take the naughty one, but I do feel like some Mike and Ike's right now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, take them, take them. And there's, like, housekeepers that come clean your room. Mm -hmm. And... So we even like made them take treats and whatnot. So such a fun idea. Do that. Um, So yeah, we went to the dollar store. Colby and I did that. Love the day day of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting close to like, it's time to go. So shower, curl my hair, put my makeup on, getting ready. I'm like, do I need to wear underwear to the hospital? So many random things you think about. Like, what, what do I do here? Mm-hmm. What do I wear here? Right. Should like, I shave my, I should shave my legs. Uh-huh. So I try do to I have shave. to take my earrings off? Like, mm. I don't know. Sure. Like all the things. Right. What all do I do? And now I'm like getting major jitters, you know, it's, we're loading the car up. We like have Billy's bag in there. I like set his bassinet out in our room. It was so mm. real and surreal. And I wanted Colby to give me a blessing Mm -hmm. and just like calm us down, get us Mm -hmm. into like a very good Zen space. And so we went in my bedroom and it was like such a special prayer. Um, That is something I will like cherish so much. It was like, so we both were so emotional Yeah, and it felt, I felt Billy there so much. Um, And then we load everything in the car we're just about ready to lock the house up and Colby asks if we can hook up stop it you did not (laughs) tell me this you are lying you are lying to me right now look me in the eye like I am dead ass serious get him in the room he literally goes I have blue balls stop sir I have a baby. So He's going to be so mad. <laughs> I have a baby coming out of me. Right. Right now. Any, yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So you hook up. So we hooked wow. up. The car was running no. in the driveway. Yes. Air AC blowing, you know, and we're in the bedroom. <laughs> we are doing one final go, you know? I should not be surprised. Like, I should have asked. Like, I'm almost like, I'm sad I didn't even think I to know. ask. And like, we like you'd think like we end it on this like we have like a cute prayer yes, really and we're like zen. we're in like a very mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. and then we're just sorry hooking raunchy. up raunchy <laughs> I am just so pregnant so, super pregnant so done yeah so we hooked up okay so needed okay. everyone to know that sorry okay. family if you're listening yep. but that is what we did so. <laughs> I'm like uh-huh. mad, mad I didn't know. I know. <laughs> I like kind of wanted to wait and see yes, your reaction. <laughs> so then we roll up to the hospital. We go get checked in, laying in the room. And my first nurse that oh, also like Colby took the funnest naked picture of I me. I was going to bring it up. Could we like, you have to post it. I like, know you posted it to yours. Yes. You have to post it. It was that we were having so much fun in the hospital room. Cause then you're just giddy. You're like, I'm meeting it's my coming. baby in an hour. Yes. Like, this is so cool. It's so like my favorite picture of you ever, uh, ever. And ever. I 
genuinely felt really pretty that day pregnant you looked towards stunning. the end I like didn't feel that way always but that day I just was embracing my no, pregnant body stunning. I was such a hottie you really were and like Colby was so into it mm-hmm. clearly he hooked up with me right so and anyway he took like the cutest little makey pic of me well no wonder you had the afterglow right the afterglow right <laughs> yeah I was feeling myself So yeah, we were very like giddy and having a good time. And my nurse comes in, my first nurse who's prepping me for surgery. And she's like the one that like gives you the rundown. She's going to be with you in the OR. Like she wanted to make sure all my needs were going to be met. She wanted to make sure that's where you kind of explain like, these are the things I do want to happen. These things Mm -hmm. I don't want to happen. This is what I want you to do with Billy or not do with Billy. Yeah. And I... Although I didn't have like a very specific birth plan, I had very specific things I wanted not done with Billy mm-hmm. or done with Billy. And she, a lot of them, a lot of the things that I wanted aren't necessarily things that like most doctors would Super be okay. common. Yeah. Yeah. And I was very nervous about that. That part gave me anxiety because a lot of my friends who've also chosen the same, same things as me um, said that the nurses aren't very nice about it or mm-hmm. the doctors. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I had manifested this exact nurse. Mm-hmm. She was a hippie at heart. Cute. Who also is in medical field. So she's like best of both worlds. Yeah. Exactly how I love everything done. A little Eastern medicine, a little Western. We love a good mix. Mm-hmm. A literal dream come tr- like she made me cry because I was like, this is like abno- this is so wild. Perfect how match. she was like everything I said I wanted, she was so on board with like, and had like comfortable sharing the things. Or so not? yeah, okay. yeah. Like I just I feel like people are gonna be like, well, yeah, what did you want yeah, that was so different. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're like so no. different, but not everyone agrees with it, but. Um, I did not want Billy to receive any vaccines, which is pretty common right when they're born. They, there's three things that they get done. They get eye drops put in their eyes and then they get, uh, um, the vitamin K shot and they get a hep B shot. And I just, had done my through my own research and whatnot had just made me and Colby had made this decision that we don't want any of that done. And, um, that's usually just not received well in a hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people had also warned me that like, you have to tell them multiple times mm-hmm. because they're, it's so routine just for them autopilot. to do it. Totally. Even when you've told them, no, it's like, yeah, autopilot, yeah. they're going to still do it. Mm-hmm. And it's they don't mean to yes so like I said like I me and Colby probably asked my nurse like five times we are so annoying about it Mm -hmm. to make sure that everyone in the operating room or post-operating room knew that that is not we we just were picky about it and she was so kind about like I promise you I will be there and Mm -hmm. make sure it doesn't happen And if you want your husband there to make sure it doesn't happen, he can be there. Like you can follow the baby everywhere he Mm -hmm. goes. So you're not, nothing's done that you don't want. Um, and I was also like picky about, I wanted 
them to wait to cut his umbilical cord till it stopped pulsing. Um, and I wanted like one hour of uninterrupted time with him right when he was pulled out of me, like no, no being taken away. Um, and being like weighed or any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Like I just wanted him immediately with me and, um, I didn't want him bathed the, gosh, I always forget the name of it. All the white stuff that's yep, yep, on yep. them. I didn't want mm-hmm. him bathed for a week. I wanted that all left on him for a whole week. And when people hear that, I think they think that they're like crusty and like, right, like dirty. Yeah. And it not. ends up just like absorbing into their skin. Mm-hmm. doesn't have a smell. Mm-hmm. It's you, you would have, you didn't see it on him at all. Cause no. they still like put him in like a towel and everything. Like, but I just yeah, I didn't mean, we, want it washed off of yeah, him. Yeah, like we FaceTimed. Yeah, and you you don't see it on him. Even tell. Yeah, and we waited more than a week till we washed it off of him. Um, and there's reasons why that's like good for them, and so I I just wanted it on him. Sure. So, anyway, I obviously could not. They let his umbilical cord stay attached. Um, till it stopped pulsing, but the uninterrupted hour obviously didn't get to happen or skin to skin just Mm -hmm. because I had a C-section and it, um, I did not get to see, I did not get to have him after my C-section, which some people get to like, they come put them like up by their face and stuff. But that is something that I didn't get to have. And I was a little nervous that that would send me over the edge because I am a planner mm-hmm. with, I was pretty picky about those things after having him. And I actually did really fine. Great. Not having that happen. So those were my things that my nurse was like an absolute dream about. Yes. Um. So now they're wheeling me back into <laughs> the operating room and it is so wild. It's this. So, and I had to be in a room where they had like the pass off to the NICU, which made me nervous. There was only, there's only one room in the hospital that's Mm, that way. And that's why I had to wait to have my C-section. Like they needed that room. Mm -hmm. So doctors are, something I've learned is they play it so cool, which I am happy with. But then I also am like, just be real with me. Tell me what's what's going on. They're acting like, this is just protocol normal. Mm -hmm. And like. No, not normal that you need like the NICU pass off room. Yes. And the Dr. Thackeray, my doctor came in with another doctor and he was like, so I'm just introducing you to him. He's going to be helping during mm-hmm. the C-section. Mm-hmm. And now I've learned there's usually only one doctor. It's sure. just your doctor. Sure. So, but to me, I was like, oh, cool. cool. Like maybe it'll speed more, it up. More the better. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Bring it on. Like he's just coming to help. <laughs> But no, it was just because it was more high a risk. high risk situation. So I'm back there and um, they're just like counting instruments. There's like probably 10 people in there and everyone's just like getting ready. And the an- anesthesiologist comes in and introduces himself. His name is Billy. <gasps> no. I immediately Did you burst chills. into tears? <laughs> Well, and he's playing it so cool. He, he asked me, he's like, just trying to like get to know me. He hadn't, yeah. he hadn't like, okay. He had said his name cause Colby had heard it, but I hadn't heard it. Mm-hmm. And he's asking me if baby has a name yet. Mm-hmm. And I said, Billy, and he was like, Hmm, that's a good name. And then Colby goes, cause it's, 
because I'm like looking. You're like, okay. Colby's like, it's his name. And I was just like, wait, you're a Billy? <laughs> his name was William, but he goes by Billy. Sure. So kind of a special yeah, moment sweet. where I was like, wait, this is like so meant to be. Yes. <laughs> He's just in so many places yes. all day. Yes. So magical. So you bend over, they put the needle in your back, mm-hmm. which I was so scared of. Mm-hmm not bad at all great just a teensy little little pinch okay and um so warm everything goes warm your legs go warm (laughs) and then they literally so my all this within like 10 seconds my whole body's numb like obviously from my waist down Mm -hmm. and they just go now just fall to your side just fall and I said fall and you literally just (laughs) tip sideways and let yourself (laughs) fall onto the bed and then they resituate you but it's just like the weirdest thing yeah so they get all, they get me all situated. They put the tarp up. The The most barbaric part about it all is they strap your arms down. And I don't know if they do that always. Well, I don't know. probably assume so that you're not like. Freaking out. Yeah. And like reaching. Because your arms so are obviously not numb. So it's right. like you can move. Yeah. But yeah, your arms are strapped to the side. It's yeah, like which super uncomfortable. Yucky. Yeah. And. You just feel, um, I mean, what's, you, you're numb and then you're strapped out. So you just no control. No control. Yeah. And I think like instinctively you feel comfier when you can like hold yourself. Absolutely. And I, that was all mm-hmm. I wanted to do was like hug myself or something. Right. And you're cold. Like yes. it's just, it's yes. So the second they strapped my arms down, cause I wasn't feeling panicky. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh no, I'm not well. Like, this is scary. And then things start moving really fast. Thackeray's in there. They're like pre- washing my belly, getting it all ready. And then a nurse is like, okay, so I'm going to insert your catheter just so you know, and I can feel it. And I'm like moving my legs because it was so oh. uncomfortable. I'm like, oh. no, but I like didn't oh, you know. Felt if, it. I didn't know if I should say like, I can feel that. I'm just yeah. panicked. Yeah. And she's like, can you feel this? And I'm like, yes, because my leg was moving. And she's right. like, I'll let you get more numb until I put it in. And I'm like, thank Thanks. you. So then she touches me and asks if I can feel it. And I couldn't. And so she inserts the catheter. Then Thackeray pokes his head over the curtain and he goes, so did you feel any of that? And I said, no. And he goes, okay, well, I just poked you with a sharp tool, four different spots on your belly. I'm like, you poked oh, me with a like, sharp don't tell me. I'm don't so tell sorry. Me. What? Don't tell me. <laughs> sorry? Uh-huh. You didn't warn me before. Right. right. So now I'm like, oh, <laughs> things are getting real. Uh-huh. And my belly Colby, is flayed mm-hmm. open. So Colby is, they like wouldn't allow him to look. Mm-hmm. I, and mo- sometimes you can. Right. Yeah, so both. he was not allowed to look. And so he's sitting next to me and he just like had his hands on my shoulder and um they doctor the doctor walks you through the whole thing which is strange yeah it's a really strange thing because you're almost like I don't know if I want to hear it yeah less is more kind of yeah I don't know if it's like a consent thing I don't know yeah I don't know but he's like all right so making my first cut Mm. and Colby looked at me and was like do you want me to talk to you Cause I was like panicked mm-hmm. and I just said no. And I knew that I needed to get into like full Wim Hof breathing yes. Zen mode. Yes. If I could ever get there, I needed to be on another planet. And you guys, I have never in my life, I don't know if it was like, I was 
genuinely breathing. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Wim Hof breathing, but you get into a state where you're almost passing out just mm-hmm. by the way you breathe and it's pretty euphoric. Right. Um, I went there yes. and wow, it was amazing. <laughs> I was like superwoman. I could not, I was not in my body at all. And I could just hear Colby keep saying, you're doing so good. You're doing so good. But I, I think something I was really nervous about when I did know I was going to have a C-section was I wanted my labor experience to be euphoric. I have a client Mm -hmm. who had a euphoric birth Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have traumatic births and a lot of people have just normal births, but I wanted a euphoric birth. That sounds really dreamy to me, but I, I have to say that there is, I have literal, like, it's hard for me to even verbalize, but the experience I experienced when Billy came out of me and those like moments right before it, I don't, I don't think like, I think women go into a different, I think we like, like just go into, plane, into heaven. Yeah. I like, there's no other, it's like a mystical place that a woman gets to go into when another human is coming. They're bringing a human earth side. Mm-hmm. I really think like both my soul and Billy's soul met. If that's like the best way I could describe what it feels like. It feels like we met somewhere up in like this like in the magical middle. It's like you met space in the middle or something. And then, and I did not feel like I was in my body. And I know that like my breath, the breath work was probably a part of that, but Oh, it's like, I wish I could feel that feeling a hundred times over. (laughs) It was the coolest feeling right when I knew he was being pulled out of me. Um, And it, it, like a good word to use is euphoric. Like, I almost felt like I died for a second. Maybe that's like a good way to Mm -hmm. express it. Um, But that, that exact feeling that I felt has made me want to have like five kids alone or like I would want to carry I wish I could like do it for people and like carry a baby for someone just because I wish I could feel that feeling over and over and over again however I will not be having five kids Mm -hmm. but it was such a amazing feeling to feel that um but it was so sweet so I'm like probably 10-15 minutes into surgery and they, the doctor says, okay, so I'm approaching, I'm about to cut into the placenta and Billy will be here really soon after that. Mm. And you're just like, <laughs> I'm just you're like, okay, okay. okay it's okay. like just so, so weird to hear that. Yes. And like so surreal. a few seconds later, he goes, I see a cute little ear. <gasps> and oh. immediately I'm just yes. like in gone. tears, <laughs> like sobbing hysterically. And then all of a sudden, you like seconds after that, you just hear Billy screaming, oh. and he, the doctor holds him up and just says, "Happy birthday, Billy!" <laughs> and then he like states the time of his birth, and I have never <laughs> in my life screamed, cried like that. <laughs> There's one picture of me that the nurse got. And they're holding Billy up over the little like curtain. And I am like mouth wide open, like 18 chins, like 
I was like yell crying. It was so weird. And my belly had nothing had feeling. And I like couldn't tell if cry was coming out of me or if I was like silent crying. It was the weirdest thing, but I was I was making I felt like I made like an animalistic noise. It was just I was I've never like hearing him cry and seeing his little body be pulled out of me. I was it was just Oh, so magical. Like, I wish I could feel it a hundred times, like I said. Um, And they immediately had to take him. So I saw him and he was bright purple. And I was just happy he was screaming. Right. You're always, like, happy. You want to hear him. Yes. And he had bright orange hair. And I was like, is that from all the spray tans I had <laughs> while I was pregnant? <laughs> like, what? What you, like, have actual- I done this? heck is happening and like up against his purple skin oh it was even more orange mm-hmm. and I just kind of was like wait hold on like, hang on oh okay it's a little different wow. than I Colby I promise that's your kid but like whoa <laughs> and if you haven't been here long I and you don't know this I was born a redhead but like you just think you look at Colby and you're like he's just so dark his genes are gonna take totally. over totally just for sure going to be a dark baby and yep he's mm-hmm. just he's pretty fiery pretty fiery light. orange pretty so light. um i do have to talk about a few things during the whole c-section first of all they cut me open they break your water which i didn't know they like still do that right. during a c-section it's just through your belly and um the anesthesiologist is standing behind me and he goes, wow, that was a lot of fluid. And Mm. you all of a sudden hear this like, (laughs) and they're like slurping up your fluid and you hear it and you kind of smell stuff. Mm. Not Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. But like could have really gone without the um, anesthesiologist saying that that was more fluid than he's ever seen. Right. Um, and, And then they warn you, which other people had warned me about this and maybe you've heard this but the final tug before they pull the baby out they actually press on you mm-hmm. and it, they tell you it's going to feel like an elephant sitting on your chest and it's just like for a quick second you're going to feel like you can't breathe but you are breathing and then it'll be over quick and so they warn you right before they do that and um they did it four times mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and over and over and I remember my my fists were coming up because it was so the weirdest feeling like so painful you literally like feel like you like cannot breathe and ended up finding out that the reason that happened was because Billy was stuck underneath my pubic bone love and my pubic bone has a sharp curve to it which so Billy's mouth was around my pubic bone he had a big bruise across his lips when he was born because he was stuck there he was like biting down on it and um so comfy so sad honestly so sad so my doctor was like we actually did a really good thing by doing a c-section because you actually most likely will never be able to have a vaginal birth because of the shape of your pubic bone your babies will get stuck there yeah and so if I would have chosen to go into – to do a vaginal birth, I would have labored for hours Forever. and he would have been stuck, which could have caused a lot of issues like his heart rate. There could have been issues with me. And then I would have had a C-section. 
anyway. Yep. Emergency yep. C-section. Yep. So, so we're just really grateful. Yes. We're really grateful yes. that we chose a C-section. Absolutely. How come they can't catch a pubic bone being like that before, before, before you go you, and have yeah. a baby? Mm-hmm. Like, could we have figured this out in all this, all the ultrasounds I had? Right. Or did we you just forget think. to look? You would think. But maybe you can't see it. Right. So anyway, that is what ended up happening. And I'm also, as like time has gone on, I am just so grateful for kid for Billy's kidney issue because if I I mean most of the time once you get past your 20 week um ultrasound when you're pregnant you don't get any more ultrasounds which is like so sad you just what you just have to wonder what your baby looks like and because of his kidney issue I was seeing a specialist and I was getting ultrasounds once a month or more and if I wouldn't have had that mm-hmm. appointment to be able to have that ultrasound where we found out that I had polyhydramnios, like the chance of me losing Billy yeah. or something bad happening to me, there would have been no other way that they would have caught that I had it. Totally. So such a blessing. There's there's all these like little moments yeah. that come back to me now as time goes on where I'm like, okay. Yes, is this kidney issue a, a scary and a sad thing for me? Yes, but like, was there a reason I needed that to happen? And yes. thank goodness that we caught all of that. Right, that it all happened the way that it did. Yes. So then let's add to, um, you know, my my due date has never, we've never known. Yeah, we've never known. We've never known. Was we, I 41 weeks pregnant? We'll never We know. don't know. We'll never know. We literally, was I only like, 32. We don't know. We just don't know. So then they place him on the scale to weigh him. And the doctor, when he pulled Billy out of me, was like, this is not an eight pound baby. Yeah. He was little. So tiny. He was way tiny. And they sent him on the scale and he's eight pounds exactly. And so the doctor was like laughing, was like, what? (laughs) Okay. And like he, he holds babies all the time. So he like probably really has a good gauge for it. So then a few hours later, when they weighed him again, he was six pounds, seven ounces. And the doctors are like baffled. Yes. They're like, okay, there's no actual way a baby would still be alive if they had dropped that much weight. Like it literally, they wouldn't be alive. Right. So. So we ended up finding out that the scale in the OR was calibrated wrong. Mm. Don't we love all mm-hmm. of these things? Mm-hmm. Like how yep. fun. Yep. So like we don't know. They like put his like birth weight. You have to like put all that on like a. Oh, yeah. On his like birth. Is it certificate? certificate? Yeah. yeah. Just we don't know. Yep. Nice question mark. We don't know. Yes. So we go off the fact that he was six pounds, seven ounces, like a few yeah, hours later. sounds right. It looks, yes. it looks more right. Yes. And he was swollen. His belt, his abdomen was swollen. And he was like, if you look at his pictures right when he was born, his legs are chunky and his mm-hmm. arms are, but he was absorbing my amniotic totally. fluid. So that kind of makes sense why he looked big in my ultrasound was because he was starting to absorb all that extra fluid. And then once he was out and they, they actually had to like, so he was in the NICU for like six hours and they pumped him 
pumped his lungs with like a CPAP machine just to get all the fluid out because he could not breathe on his own. And then he started to drop like size. He started to look like skinnier and look like less puffy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he definitely was puffy looking at first and then became a little shrimp. Yes, he skinnied up real quick. little shrimp. The best wrinkles. Yes. The best little arms and leg wrinkles. The freaking cutest. So after he was born, they they wheeled me into a recovery room and immediately they like asked Colby like, do you want to go be with baby? And because I couldn't be. Right. And I'm like, because I'm like hooked up, I'm still hooked up to a catheter and I obviously am numb. Mm-hmm. And Colby looks at me like, well, yeah, I want to go, mm-hmm. but like, do you need me right. here? Because yeah, then I'm yeah, just yeah. going to be alone. Obviously, I wanted him to be with the baby. I would want, to, I wanted to be with the baby. And so for like six hours, Colby was there um, with him. And I was sending him so many text messages. I didn't even know what Billy looked like. Like I just, no, right. I don't know. Well, yeah. You you like see him for a split second when they hold him up and then you, so yeah, it was just like is. a very weird, it was my first feelings of like a little empty, like, yes. like physically mm-hmm. and emotionally. Cause you're just like, okay, you're not in my body anymore. And all of a sudden you're by yourself. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. And unsure. Like yeah. I just didn't really, I knew the NICU wasn't like the greatest place to be, Yeah, but yeah, you're, it's just a lot. And Colby said now has told me like how special the NICU actually was because the nurses in there are so, were so helpful. Like Colby literally, they were, they were like, Kate, so you need to change his diaper and you need to feed him and you need to do this. And Colby said, he looked at them and he said, I've never done this before and I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And they were like so helpful and Cute. sweet. Um, taught him how to do everything. This really is how you sweet. burp. This is how you got to, you got to point their penis down when you sure. put the diaper on, mm-hmm. you like walked him through all the things, which I don't know any of those yeah, things. It's really sweet. And Colby didn't. And it was very special for him to get that yeah. like one-on-one. Bonding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> So Colby got to bring him into me once he was like stable, once Billy was stable. And that was so special, them handing him to me. And I just, like I said, could not believe when I looked at his little eyes. He was so alert from, and I remember you saying that, like when I FaceTimed you, Mm -hmm. he was, his eyes were like so wide open the second he was here. Yes. And they were the exact eyes I dreamed about. And it was just so special. I sobbed, I sobbed, I sobbed. Yes. Um, So I did get to do skin to skin after that. Like I got to be with him and hold him and all those things. It was very normal. I was happy I got to do that, even though it wasn't when I wanted to. Of course. Um, And then they, so we had chosen to use a formula from Europe for a few, a few reasons. I just like the ingredients better. They're just mm-hmm. cleaner. And also it was like very easy to get it during the formula shortage. Right. Like Europe didn't have that issue. So we were able to like stock up a ton on it. 
So I was picky about that. And um, this is very new. This is news to me that hospitals don't like when you bring your own formula in. I'd like never heard this or was prepared for it. And they were also not nice about it. Like Mm -hmm. not only are they like not cool with it, but then they're not, they like just don't treat you very good about it. So because we brought our own formula in, the nurses had to decline help. Mm. Um, so when you have a baby, you can choose, like, they can take them in the night for you. And, right. like, they can do the feedings for you the whole yeah. time you're there and change their diapers. And, like, so it's, like, a stress-free little moment for you where you can get rest. And they couldn't do any of that for us. And I was numb for, like, a day and a half. And my catheter didn't allow me to stand up. And when you have abdominal surgery, you can't sit up on your own. Right. So how am I supposed to get up and grab him to feed him in the night or in the day when we're in the hospital and he's crying and change his diaper? I couldn't do any of it. Right. Very literally couldn't. Like I, like yeah. my body would not allow. Right. I couldn't do it. And so if I didn't have Colby there, yeah. like I, I just – I have thought so much about people that have to go through – this process by themselves. It's so sad to me that like there are women that do this by themselves in a hospital room and don't have support. Whole new appreciation for Colby. Um, so we, from the very beginning had to do it all by ourselves. We as in Colby and watching him just take care of business. I was almost concerned for myself because I was watching him like change diapers left and right and do the feedings, the burping, the swaddling. I was like so jealous I didn't learn how to swaddle. I didn't know how to swaddle before I had a baby. It, like right. really stressed me out. Well, yeah. like, how do people do it so tight like a cocoon? Yes. There's like an art to it. it. There is. And he learned from the nurses. And I'm just like feeling very <laughs> panicked that I'm not able to be a part of all of this. But like so grateful that Colby just took over. Just seamlessly. Yes. Yep. Did it all. Um, and we had to stay there four days. Um, and oh my gosh. So <laughs> you're obviously exhausted cause you're feeding them every two yes. hours and they eat like five drops of, of formula. It's the weird, you're like, can I not just like feed them a lot more and so that they're, we're not doing this every two hours, but their bellies are so little. Yeah. Um, but because Colby was doing most of it, he was extra tired too. But like on day two or three, we because I'd have to set an alarm on my phone every two hours to like wake right. us up in the night to do it. And he was in the most deep sleeps of his life. <laughs> and I would wake up. First of all, my alarm is so loud and he is not waking up to it. Not budging. Not even a little. And I'm yelled, no, yelling loud, 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 yelling his name. He's He's like six feet away from me. Right. Sound, sound asleep. Not, not even budging. Makeshift bed. Yes. I'm turning on the lights, off the lights, on, off, on, off, on, off, yelling, 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 nothing. The nurse beeps into my room and goes, is everything okay? Cause mm-hmm. I'm, cause you're, I was like screaming, screaming. at him mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, oh. I'm like, Colby. <laughs> so nothing is working. I turn my alarm on, on my phone, the loudest one. 
Yes. Holding it as far out. Trying to be volume, volume up. Yes. 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 Yelling <laughs> as I do it. Nothing. So I have a cup of ice water. You're lying. <laughs> I throw it at him. No. Doesn't <gasps> wake up. Hits him right on the stomach. No. Not Nothing. a bunch. Nothing. Oh. All of a sudden, Billy starts crying because why would he not with all the commotion? Right. Colby's up immediately. You're lying. Snaps up no. out of bed. Just up, <laughs> up and at him. Like nothing happened. Well, that kicked in right I'm quick. looking at him like, do you understand for 10 minutes I have been you're like, screaming I'm at you. I'm mad at you. Yeah, you're like, you're, we're fighting and you don't even know no. it. No. Yeah. And I'm like, but also my heart flutters that he yes. hears Billy crying. He's immediately awake. Which, but I'm yes. like, what about your wife? Yeah, you're like, what, Sorry. what am I now? What, what do I mean now? <laughs> that happened every no. night from that no. point on. Like, the all, every feeding of the night, he would not wake up to me. I would be screaming, oh, screaming. Such a funny memory. To that is very on. funny. Like, just absolutely bizarre. And can we also just let me talk to you guys about a catheter? Mm. Let me talk to you about mm. a catheter. No. Why no. is this part so much like almost more dramatic to me than my C-section? You're, it's in your pee hole, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You didn't. I was Which numb. Having very big. It. No. No, no. I wasn't. They, thankfully, they waited till I was numb, right, to put it in. But then I'm like, oh, this comes out of me. So you're going to numb me, right, before you take it out. Like, we're mm. just not going to fill this. Mm. No. So then you go sit. They make you go sit on the toilet. Mm-hmm. They're carrying your pee bag with you so that, like, you know, because sure. you're connected. Sure. You, they, the nurse sits with you. She gets down on her knees in front of you, crouched down by your vagina, with your, and your legs are wide open on the toilet. Mm-hmm. And she says, now, I'm going to count to three, and on three, I'll pull it (gasps) out. I'm like, okay. And she's like, I want you to take a deep breath on three. No. She, they yank it. Yank. Her hand is up by my vagina, and on three, pulls it as hard as she can. Just while you breathe. Go out of you. And her, her, it hurts. Yeah, it I, hurts. I feel believe so it. weird. It's invasive. Yes, a little. Yes, mm-hmm. it was kind of traumatic for me. Sure, I know that that's like a little dramatic, but like catheters no, are very strange. Yeah, it doesn't. And then sound your fun. pee hole hurts for like a really long time. I believe it. Did it hurt to pee? Yes. Yeah. You feel like you have a UTI. Yeah, is U- that what it is? UTI, UTI where yeah. there's I've never... stinging. Yeah. And then so like. TMI I don't know there's never TMI with me but every time I wash my vagina in the Mm -hmm. shower still Mm -hmm. because like my pee hole is was like played with yeah it when soap touches it or anything Mm. it stings a little yeah and that Mm -hmm. still happens like not as bad anymore but it did last for a few weeks just very I'm sorry I didn't think about and I know you get a you get a catheter when you do a medicated vaginal birth as well right but like can they warn us about those because like i'm sorry you like did not like also a little traumatizing when they're like so i want you to look in the toilet because they'd like watch they'd like go with you while you pee and stuff and help you mm-hmm. just like you don't even care at that point yeah, but right. whatever sure. it's all weird mm-hmm. and you're passing blood right clots and she'd be like no i want you to look at that clot in the toilet now that's normal size, but if they get larger than a golf ball, then mm. you you do want to be concerned. Thanks. 
Colby's in the other room yelling, are you guys golfing in there? Sick. I'm like, okay, Colby, <laughs> honestly, like, can we not? Ugh. And then, you know, like the nurse starts talking to you about like, you know, you need to have a bowel movement. And I'm like hoping Colby's plugging his ears. And, well, like, because, yeah, you don't you know that. I don't poop. Right. <sighs> and then like I had to poop in front of him. I mean, like he's in the hospital room, but like the door's That's shut. That's very literally what the first time in your whole marriage. Ever. Yeah. And I had to tell him. And the nurse at the same time. That it was happening. I, yes. You're yeah. just like, gosh, dang it. No. Like, can I have some dignity still? Right. A little privacy, please. But like at least it wasn't because you know how that with like a vaginal birth, mm-hmm. that's like almost Very. an even bigger deal because everything's a little Torn. messy down there. A little. Yeah. A little ouchy. Very. Yes. Not not with a C-section. Right. Which is Good. very great. That is great. A plus. But it is wild. I mean, it obviously makes sense that you're like passing clots and mm-hmm. fluid mm-hmm. and that you're mm-hmm. draining mm-hmm. a lot through mm-hmm. there. But it is wild that even though he didn't come out of your vagina that you, or that that's still happening. It is weird. I like you know? didn't expect as much bleed. Like you just like. You don't really think. You think no. more about like your incision. Totally. And. Totally. All of that than you do like, oh yeah, I still have to like get rid of all this stuff totally it's very weird how was the pushing on the Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on the uterus post Uh Mm uh-huh so um my nurses all probably hated me because I would grab their arms and push them away yeah it's instinctive for me no totally when I had to get my like throat swabbed when I was little when you'd get strep throat throat. I would push their hands away it's Mm. just like are you human if you don't Mm -hmm. like no one just takes it yeah oh I feel like I dig my nail, like I would, yes. like I'd nail, I would like squeeze them. Nails. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they do it every two hours. For how many, for how long? Three, three days. Oh, for, th- oh, for the three days. It, well, it might be 48 hours. Okay. I'm sorry. Either way, it's no, yes, a lifetime. Much. So yeah. much, it's much longer much. than a lifetime. Yes. yes. And you just dread when they come in, you know what's happening and you're like, no, 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 no. Please no, go, please go, please go, please no. go. And they all, they always say, I'm so sorry I'm while sure. they're doing it. I'm sure. Oh, but they per- push like it's they have no mercy on you yeah but they have to they're like if we don't do this like and you end up having like clotting happen or something happen mm-hmm. like i know there's reason mm-hmm. for it totally it just doesn't make it okay but better. you also feel the gushing coming out like you at the same time while they because no, they, no, no, they no, start no. up high and they press all the way down towards oh, down towards your vagina got it. got it and you feel no gushes coming no. out of you no thanks and as they're doing it, they're peeking at your diaper to make sure that stuff's <gasps> oh, coming out. Yay! It's just like oh, really cute, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you're, then they like change your diaper. It's just oh. like okay, we love this. So really feel like yourself, mm, you know? Really feeling sexy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So very gross, very painful. That part is one of the worst parts for sure. The catheter and that are very close mm-hmm. to all being very horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that if you are from Utah and you have a baby at IMC, the food there is incredible. Okay. This was one of the first things you told me when we FaceTimed. This is how excited I, I am. Yes. I, I was like, oh, okay. So not about Billy. About food. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The you were like, here's food. Billy, but like, guess what? <laughs> the food here is so great. I was like, okay, uh-huh. tell me all about it. Yes. We had been warned by one of our other friends that the food is unreal there. Yeah. They're, just their plain cafeteria there is like, my friend was like, sometimes I like just want to go there and get food. Because it was delicious. So good and so cheap. And like healthy. 
Amazing. You guys, unreal. One word of advice, <laughs> order as much as you can. You have like, it's like an all-inclusive resort, you know? <laughs> you just get to order all day long. They don't have a cap on it. So like you order up as much as you want. And didn't you say that like, cause it's technically only for you, but you mm-hmm. can, since you can order as much as you want, mm-hmm. just plan on ordering double. The nurse for, like, like looks at spouse. you while she's telling you like, only you can use this. And she's like, so, and she's like looking at Colby, make sure you get enough mm-hmm. and all you want. Right. So that you're mm-hmm. very full. And yes. you feel really embarrassed when you're like, Okay, so I want five burritos. <laughs> it's just supposedly just for you. Yeah. You're kind of like, yeah. I don't want to be the one calling. Yeah, you're like, I don't want. Oh, so you, you make the phone call. And the like down. lady who brings it in, like, and there's like five trays and she like sets it on the table and looks at you and you're like. You're like, I'm starving. Uh-huh. This is just for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is great advice. Because so I fun. feel like a lot of, I've been to a lot of hospitals after a lot of people have had babies. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like fast food, Uh which everyone means so well. And it's so kind Mm -hmm. and like selfless of people to like bring food to the hospital. And like even like your spouse or what, you know, Mm -hmm. is like, let me go grab food, which is so nice. But I do feel like I usually see mostly like fast food items. The worst thing to fuel yourself with right after. Like that doesn't make you feel better. Right. So it's a very good tip that the cafeteria Mm -hmm. has like good, healthier, tasty options. And like, I mean, throw in in some, you know, we had brownies, sure, ice cream, throw in the stuff. You gotta, you you do be happy. You do. It is nice to know. Our breakfasts would be like oatmeal and omelets that were like beautiful with like tons of veggies. So it was like nourishing food. And that was really important to me. Totally. Postpartum was having nourishing foods so it was just very fun if you're delivering imc i'm sure other hospitals have great food but imc specifically wow 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 five star review wow also <laughs> one of our nurses because your nurses switch out every yeah. s- I don't six know. or twelve so often, i think sure. um one of our nurses was like well it's so hard too because you have ma- they have masks on and you know how right. different people look with a ma- you they can take their mask off and you're like Oh, mm-hmm. you're totally not what I thought you were. Right. Um, but one of our nurses recognized what well, was like, did you go to Taylorsville? Asked Colby. And Which Colby was school. like, yeah, Taylorsville yeah. High School. And Colby had, I think, already thought he recognized her too. And he was like, yes. And then they realized that they knew each other. They grew up together. And um then she was like, I also listened to your podcast. Oh, so cute. <gasps> was such a sweet moment. But also, I'm just like, oh, no. I Have I been a horrible patient? I, like, start <laughs> replaying in my head. I'm like, did I claw your arm when yeah, you were pushing on you? my belly? Have I been really rude to you? Did I make you bring me eight burritos? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I start, like, really worrying about, like, oh, no, now you, like, know me. Yes. Did I like do something you, Are you the one that asked me about uh-huh. my bowel movement? Yes. Are you yeah. judging the way that my vagina looks? Sure. Like what are, what is happening here? But also very sweet. She was so kind. Oh, so good. That's fun. fun. That is nice. It makes a little, feel listener. a little more homey. Yeah. A little cozy. Yeah. Cozier, it was. Really sweet. Like family. Yeah. So we get dispatched. Oh my gosh. I have to, and maybe I already told you this. When they have a nurse that like, dis, do they call it like, what do I they call it? Not dispatch. Um, discharge. Discharge. Okay. Wow. Yes. Dispatch. Different. That's yeah. for police. A little. Mm-hmm. Yes. Discharge nurse. 
she was like some older nurse and they have to like walk you through the like are you okay mentally this is what you need to do if you're not um and don't shake your baby you know all the like really traumatizing things where you're like okay Okay. well Mm -hmm. and she was like so do you she told me like no sex for six weeks or till you're cleared from your doctor and I had heard from someone that you could have orgasms. Okay. You, of course. Of, co- <laughs> of course. Even right after birth. Yes. Not having sex. Sure. So, but I'm like, I, I'm just curious. <laughs> I just want to know. Of course you asked. <laughs> so I asked this older lady. No, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> she's probably like, she's not old, but she's in her yeah. like late fifties maybe. Sure. And I'm like, so... Can you still have an orgasm even if you're not having sex after having a baby? And she, like, lifts her pen off the paper and looks up at me. She's, like, trying not to laugh. She sits there, and Colby is, like, bright red. Like, Nick, why are you doing this? She's like, huh. Well, I've never been asked that. No. (laughs) She's like, you know what? And she's looking at me like, how do you – and I'm like, you know, like – Mm-hmm. with just like stuff on the playing on the outside like right. nothing internal and she's just laughing she's like well I don't see why not great and she goes you know what you do you and I was like <laughs> you're like I'm leaving so you. great yeah. I was like mostly I wanted to be able to relay this to the flourish family right that they could or they couldn't you know sure. it's all for information just need to know. add it to the women's health series podcast right. like I just, we just needed to know. It's important. Mm-hmm. So that was my last conversation with a nurse before we left the hospital. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. So we go home. Kate, okay, so weird. They like walk you out to your car. They put Billy, they help you put Billy mm-hmm. in a car seat. Yeah. And make sure you're so you buckle doing right. it right. That the car seat's connected right. They also check like a, the date on your car seat or something, right? Like they, yeah, they like, like it has to be up to code. Sure. Yeah. Um, they make sure to tell you like if you get in any type of an accident, even if it's like a rear end, you have to throw away your car seat. Oh. And get a new one. Oh. Didn't know those things. Yeah, same. So, they buckle, they get them all in, and they're like, "Okay, bye," and. Colby took a picture of the doors were like wide open in the car and Billy's just in the car in his little car seat. And Colby took a picture of the car. It's so cute. Get in the car. I'm like, oh, so I sit in the back with him. Like, Mm. is this what we do? This is what we do. I'm not like going to sit him back there by himself. Right. He's like hardly alive. So we get in the back. I'm sitting in the middle and Colby's driving and we like start driving. And I wanted to play throughout my pregnancy. I, made a playlist mm-hmm. for Billy on Spotify that me and Colby like added songs to that reminded us of him or that we like loved. And I wanted to listen to it during labor. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a vaginal birth and, but it was important to me to listen to it on the drive home and we get in the car and I like just pull out my phone quietly and connect it to the car and start playing the first song. And I, immediately was just like instant sobbing and I look up into the rear the rear view mirror and Colby's eyes are just bright red he's like we can't do this while we're driving (laughs) 
But I could not believe that I got to take this little angel yes. home with me. It's a, such a surreal so feeling. Special. And I think a lot of people get scared in that that mm-hmm. moment where they're like, oh, now this is mine. But it felt, I just felt like so honored that I got, like, this is my, I get, this is all mine now. Like, I get to be his mama and now this is our new life. It was so special to drive home listening to his playlist. Then we get home and Colby, we've like thought in our minds, how do we introduce him to the dogs? Yes. Very important. So important. And I knew I was going to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. And Schaefer has like always known that Billy is special. He's always been aware of it. And so I was very excited to see how he responded. We all knew Wolf would be like somewhere else and yeah. playing. Yep. Not really aware. Been like, cool. Mm-hmm. New addition. Mm-hmm. Not the youngest anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Colby takes Billy's blanket into the house and lets them smell it before we, and we wanted them to meet Billy. Like we wanted them to be in, in the home and like let Billy come into their space and it be sure. like not this. I just wanted them to feel at ease and so cute we let them smell his blanket in the backyard and they're wagging their tails Mm -hmm. and then having him meet we had him meet them in the living room and dogs are insane why does that why is that so emotional when dogs get to meet a baby for the first time how many instagram videos have you watched like scrolling through when they get to meet their baby like for the first time. my best friend. And I'm like, okay. <gasps> Dead. Gone. Crying so hard. They, dogs just know. They do. And they licked his little head so softly. Just like so special. And they have been, everyone's been asking, are they fine? Are they mm-hmm. fine? And German Shepherds are typically like protective and can be scary. Sure. And they have been so soft, so sweet. The transition has been so good. They, Wolf was a little anxious the first few days, hid in our closet a little bit, mm-hmm. but now he's fine. Um, that's a lot of change for him. Yeah, he's it is. anxiety prone. And totally. You know, so that's a big totally. change. Totally. And there's like a crying baby and like yes. noises and mom and dad things. aren't paying attention as much. Yeah. And um, But they've been so great. And, and they've definitely been more protective. I was out watering the flowers and I had Billy strapped to my chest in the front yard and I let them sit on the porch mm-hmm. and it's a very risky move I take because they yes. can dart at any moment, but they're usually so good, you know, and they haven't done that. So anytime someone walked past our house, cause we are on a main road. And so a lot of people walk by barking like, oh. and they're not barkers. They don't Just mad. They like never bark. They're like, Hey, yeah, get out of here. It's my baby. This is my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him alone. So that's been interesting. Just also cool though that they yeah. recognize that like, hey, something's, something's different. New. Yes. And like, while I hate that, I also love it that they're protective and like know that something's different. Um, you guys, the amount of times I've walked into the room and Schaefer has his head dipped into the bassinet, I'm just sure. checking on brother, just looking at him, sniffing, mm-hmm. licking. I okay, I came into the living room the other day. Billy was sleeping on the couch and Schaefer's he can't he's not allowed on this couch. 
And so he knows that. Mm -hmm. But Billy had been making some noises. Mm -hmm. Schaefer has both paws up on the couch and is leaned over him, Mm. sniffing him, licking him. Mm. Like just being the nanny that we've all dreamed of. Just taking care. Like, don't worry, mom. I've got him. I've got it under control. It's like, how can I be mad? Right. How can I be mad? He's so soft. So sweet. Right. Ugh. Cute. Yes. Yes. So life has been a dream. I have felt so incredibly grateful that I was given great postpartum care advice from my naturopathic doctor. I, although I've never had another baby, so I don't know if like I would have postpartum depression or anxiety if I wouldn't have followed these things, but I really do think there's something to say about being like having proper nutrition post baby Mm -hmm. when you've lost so much, Totally, you're so deficient. Um, she has me, I, she had told us, and if you've listened to the the podcast with Alison Brumley, um, she talked about how important fish oil is and especially with like postpartum depression. So I've been like really rigid and diligent about my vitamins and I am doing beef liver capsules, doing fish oil. I'm doing B12, um, iron and a a bunch of other, still taking my prenatal. And there's a bunch of other things that I'm taking that I was taking while I was pregnant still, but those are like the most important ones. I've also started eating meat, which is big big that's a big deal that's 11 years of no meat and I knew you were thinking of doing that Mm -hmm. I didn't know if you had yeah if you had done it just once a week or twice a week one to two times how's it been good great yeah not like scary like I thought it would be good I have a good relationship with it great I just like as weird as it is I just like thank it for what it's doing for me I don't really feel anything with it like okay I thought that I would be really grossed out Mm -hmm. um and I just I feel like it's just a supplement for me right now okay I don't like love it yeah but I know it's doing something for my body and I'm like very very grateful for it um but I have to say that I have felt Ever since having Billy, I, I was, I loved my pregnancy because of, I was a vessel for life and like, there's nothing more special than like carrying a human being and like bringing them here and offering them life. And, um, I had never, I've had more spiritual experiences being pregnant than I have ever in my life. And mm-hmm. I felt so close to God. Um, and when he came out of me, like those first few hours when I was said I was in the hospital and it, like without him waiting to meet him and I felt like empty, I immediately was like, Oh, this sucks. Like I, I wish I would have enjoyed it even though I felt like I did enjoy it so fully being pregnant with him. But I was like, oh, no, now it's gone. Like, am I going to lose all that spiritual connection that I've, like, I have been, like, I was, like, a beam. I felt – I have no words to describe how, like, beautiful the spiritual process of caring Billy was for me. And um, 
so it's been important for me to try to like keep that as he's out of me now and I miss him so bad inside of me it's so weird (laughs) I like can't believe I'm emotional about it because I know at the end I was like get him out of me but I miss like it's just such a special I just feel very blessed that I got to bring his soul here and I I'm so sad for anyone who struggles with getting pregnant. I just, I feel a lot softer. I think I've always felt very sad for the people that can't conceive. Um, But it's, I do, I'm very, very sorry for anyone who is struggling to conceive. And I feel so, I still like, I'm always working on not feeling so guilty that I was so upset that I even ever got pregnant because it was such a, it's just been so magical. And Mm -hmm. I just am very lucky to have been able to have him. Um, But I have been able, I've tried to continue to keep that spiritual aspect um, that I felt I want it to keep carrying on as I raise Billy and I still want to feel really connected to God and to Billy. Um, And I told Julie just a few, like a week ago, I told her I had an experience where I woke up in the middle of the night because I've been like asking, I literally like in my meditations and in my prayers, I'm like, please keep me connected. Like mm-hmm. I need to know how to do this, like, yeah. but keep the vessel going of that like spiritual side of it all. But I had the coolest experience where I woke up in the middle of the night to feed him and I opened my eyes and my grandma, who I don't know because she died when I was two. So I have no memories of her. But when I saw her, at the edge of my bed, I knew it was her. Um, but she was leaned over Billy's bassinet and she had picked him up and was humming into his ear and just like rocking back and forth. And she was tangible. She wasn't like see-through. She wasn't like floaty, but she was just there. And the song she was humming to him like sounded so familiar to me, but I've like never heard it. Um, and I didn't feel panicked. Like you, you think of like waking up and seeing someone in your room and you're like, okay, would you not scream? Completely. Like someone broke in your house and is stealing your baby. Yes. But I didn't feel anything like that. And I just felt like, okay, I'll go back to bed. Um, and I woke up and I recalled it all. And I, I believe I was awake. I believe I don't believe I dreamt it. And I also was telling Julie, I struggled with my heart rate coming home from the hospital. I was struggling with it in the hospital. Um, my, I was like in the the high thirties, low forties. And they like wanted me in like the 60 range beats per minute. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was maybe messing with my consciousness. And I felt like it would make me drift away a little bit. Like I was almost going to pass out type of a thing. And I don't know if that's how I like was able to see my grandma, but Mm -hmm. I totally believe that I, I did see her that that was real. It wasn't a dream. Um, I ended up calling my mom and telling her the next morning about it because it's my mom's mom. My mom misses her so much. And my mom immediately said, Oh my gosh, 
she always hummed. She always hummed and she always hummed to you guys, like would hold, kiss the back of your neck and hum to you guys. And so I know that that was her Mm -hmm. there. Absolutely. Um, and it's been so special to feel, I, I really just, my home like doesn't feel like it's attached to the ground right now. Like it feels very floaty and I feel like I have felt so many little angels around and people that feel so familiar. And I know that you even said this, you said something along the lines of like, there's no way God just like places a baby here on earth without angels to like take care of it. Like he, that baby was just up there with all these people. Like there's no way that God just sends it and goes, good luck. Like with your humans, Mm -hmm. good luck. Like there has to be all these angels and spirits around helping them and comforting them. And my mom is always like, Oh yeah. 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 My mom has always said that the reason babies can't talk is because they tell us too much. Like Mm -hmm. they are still able to see so many things we can't. And my mom's always like, don't you always wonder what they're looking at when they're looking up and they're so focused. And I was like, now that I have one of my own, I'm just, and I see him do those things. I, there have been like a few moments where I notice him staring very intensely at something like up above and, and yeah, could it be nothing for sure? But I have had like two moments where I'm like, oh, I think someone's here and I think he's communicating with Mm -hmm. him. So it's just everything that I thought that everything that scared me about becoming a mom has been like just squashed. I have eaten my words a hundred times of all the things that I thought I would be or wouldn't be. And it's been a really great learning experience to just like be in the moment, let yourself live through each moment. It's okay to not be who you thought you were going to be. Um, few days ago I had like my first I've been like very mentally okay mm-hmm. I've been very you've been, scared you've been great I've been like thrive you really have <laughs> you really have been and I was I've been very fearful of postpartum depression yeah. it's been a big reason why I like didn't want to have a baby um so I feel so lucky that I've been mm-hmm. so good I've been so great such a good headspace um, but I had my first mental breakdown. <laughs> it was like a very stressful day for a bunch of reasons that were out of my control, nothing in my control. And during my breakdown, don't you love it when someone asks you if you're okay? And before you, they can finish asking you if you're okay, you already are sobbing. sobbing. And you're like really trying to keep it together. You're like, don't do it, don't it's do it, don't like do it, don't do it. like waiting for someone to ask, but yes. also praying they You won't. are. Yes. yes, it's the weirdest it's, feeling. You're like, please ask me so I can tell you I'm really not doing well. But also if you ask, it's going to be it's really so messy. So scary. <laughs> and Colby was like, Nick, um energy feels a little a little off <laughs> are you okay I'm like before he could say it I'm just <laughs> I had both hands over my face and I didn't mm-hmm. I hardly do that and I was just 
sobbing and I explained why I was crying and he's like after I like got most of it out you know and then he's like was there anything else and I started crying even harder and I have kept it inside of me so long you guys when I wake up in the night to like feed Billy there's something about like nighttime and those hours in the middle of the night that make you like get in your head. Oh yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, I think anyone feels that way. Even oh, yeah. when you have like insomnia, like no, how totally. come you get like extra anxious or in your head? You do. It's like someone's in your backyard. Yes. Always. So, there's, there's a spider <laughs> in your bed. 100%. Like, everything, everything is worse. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, it's, it's 30 minutes, you know, of like this very, very quiet time with Billy. And oh my gosh, you guys like, the the things I say now like make me cringe because I never thought I would be her but like when I feed him in the middle of the night and he has this little hand clasp around my shirt and he's looking straight deep into my eyes while he's drinking a bottle I'm just like well screw me like lay me in my grave I'm (laughs) gone like you are the most perfect angel and so my mind races and and I've been struggling the last few weeks thinking about going back to work yeah (laughs) and because I plan to work and I have a nanny um and I haven't talked to anyone about it and I hadn't talked to Colby about it but I would cry in the middle of the night like happy tears looking at Billy thinking Mm -hmm. like I feel so called to just like be with you and it just I it feels so special and fleeting like time feels mm-hmm. so fast and so anyway Colby asked if everything's okay and I'm like no there is more <laughs> and I told him that like I'm just struggling really bad thinking of leaving him and not being with him and I know I'm like working from home and I'll be home just outside in the salon but I think what's harder Colby's looking at me like okay well it's okay like we can like work some things out and and that's still a little ways away till you start working but I think as I've reflected on it now that I'm allowing myself to feel it all what I'm struggling with most is getting to know me as this person that I like have been so strongly adamant that I would be like mm-hmm. I knew I'd want to work right I knew I w- I knew that like I want to just have my normal life back mm-hmm. and that's always just the way I've mm-hmm. I knew I would be and I am not her anymore mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and it feels really weird and it feels foreign to me to try to understand who I am now because I like the version I am now, but for some reason I like I'm hold I like feel this like grief process of like of course who the, it's weird I like feel bad that I it's almost like I'm battling with the fact that like I thought that I wouldn't want to be her and and I it's all these weird emotions that I'm just I'm trying to work through mm-hmm. and. I never thought I'd freaking be here where I like, <laughs> I love Truly. being his mom. 
so much. I just, I feel so freaking lucky. Like, God trusted me to raise his soul. <laughs> we and Julie are not well. <laughs> oh, I but can't truly, it's, yeah, I just, it's, it's like, I, yeah, I, I've known him. I know I've known him for a hundred years. I know that like he's supposed to be here to teach me things. And I just feel really lucky that I got I have this opportunity to be his mama and I and I feel very called to like not take any of it for granted mm -hmm. and to hold him as much as I sh like want to and to cuddle him and I've been really overwhelmed with like this feeling of like he might be my only one so to enjoy every enjoy second it. of it mm -hmm. I'm not saying that like I don't want any more kids right right but like what if I can't have any more yeah. and I felt very strongly the last like two weeks to like Just when really... he's crying the middle of the night and I'm tired mm -hmm. and I like I'm like ugh, not again like I have to get up and mm -hmm. or when I'm frustrated over something or I've just felt to like enjoy it. Like this is so quick mm -hmm. and so fleeting and all he needs is you. And Completely. I love, there's like those memes that are like of a mom laying with her baby. And it says like, this, this is what being productive looks like mm -hmm. some days. And I just never thought that I would agree with that or feel that. And I do, I like, I just, I feel very, very called to be with him. Um, So I'm trying to navigate yeah. how all that feels. We'll keep everyone posted, but I did change my work schedule. Okay, great. <laughs> great. I'm, I really support that. I, I just, I even feel a little bit more better, like better if I know that like, Colby gets to be with him sure like it just one of us mm -hmm. um as opposed to like someone else caring for okay. him yeah so yeah I've like altered it just a little bit but I think that's great who knows what it will be and and I also so am normal. like very I'm allowing myself to like ebb and flow with all of it and to not be so set on like this is how it's because I've always been that way yes before being pregnant I'm like this is how I'm going to be. This yep. is how it's going to look. This oh, is what you, I'm going to do. You literally had uh -huh. your nanny lined up before uh -huh. you were pregnant. Uh-huh. I did. Before, literally before Billy was even. 100%. Even sort of here. No. You had your nanny. I did. And you had her, already had her agree. Yes. <laughs> yes. We had a deal in literally. place. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm just really learning to like allow myself to change my mind Absolutely. when I want to every day mm -hmm. and to be a different person every day if I want to. Sure. And because no one really cares except for yourself mm -hmm. and letting you be the one to, to let go of it is I think the hardest part. I, and so I, I work it's on it. So much change. I work on it every, like, it's really hard for me to, but I'm allowing myself to just, I'm really working hard on just being here now, feeling what I'm feeling and allowing myself to then move on, like move how I want to that day based on how I'm feeling. And so I, what I'm saying is like, if 
when Billy turns eight months, if I'm like, okay, like, I feel like I want to add another day of work mm-hmm. on, I can do that. And if I only like that for five weeks, fine, then I'll stop after Done. five weeks. Yes. Like, and you should, you have I'm every just, right to I don't work. have to feel bad no. for if I want to work more or less no. or be this type of mom or not be this type of mom. And and I think it really is so true that you just don't know how you're going to feel until no you're there. And everyone told me that and I didn't believe them. Yeah. And here I am eating yes. my words every day about it. But like but I'm allowing it to happen. It's like good. Been very hard for me to learn. I've also never felt like I wouldn't I I don't have anxiety right now. But I loved the analogy that someone told me about anxiety like anxiety is like living in your future and in your past Mm -hmm. and like you Mm -hmm. mentally being there that's where anxiety lives completely it doesn't live in the present no and I've never had to like apply that to my life because I don't deal with it but I am that is what I'm that is anxiety like me thinking about Mm -hmm. going back to work Mm -hmm is me living in the future and that's not happening right now. So that's taking away from being present with Billy now where I'm happy. And so I have made it a very conscious, a very conscious effort right now to just like be here now and forget the rest Mm -hmm. and I can change. I can do whatever I want. I'm in full control. Whenever. Yes. However you feel. Yes. So, and I think that that's exciting. Like, yeah, especially that these are like, new feelings that you never thought that you would want to be home more and like ever work a little in less. my life. And I think that that's exciting. It's so exciting to like lean into that version of you mm-hmm. that is like so beautiful. I can't talk about you. <laughs> you already know. You already know me. I can't talk about you, but like it has been like, so no, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. You just know, you just know I, that, I think you are so special. Uh, uh, yes, mm-mm, mm-mm. you are. No, no, no. We can't do more crying. No, no, oh, no. That's what's rude, though, is that, like, if I cry, oh. I'm going to look red and splotchy for two hours. But when you cry, you'll be looking back to like 10 in five minutes. So that's what's really rude. But... You like seeing you become a mom has been genuinely like so fun for me as one of your best friends to like see you change. You like see like literally even from when you found out you were pregnant mm-hmm. to now like how much you've evolved and grown and like changed mm-hmm. has been like so beautiful to see. And like I knew you becoming a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would be my very favorite version of you and like <laughs> we get this so done this so is so bad so bad this is so bad <laughs> but like literally even from when we facetimed like the day you had him and like seeing you you said you felt like you were a beam like you were like you were out to here Ugh. like i can't even tell you and it like made me cry to see you be like mm. such like I feel like the most beautiful version of you oh, so I feel like you. you should lean into it I agree because I really feel like you were made to do it I just do and I just I <sighs> like knew that it would be your greatest look thank you I really I like I feel it like I yeah. do I do I feel 
I feel more beautiful than I've ever felt in my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't think I would. And I love it. And I'm just... (laughs) I have a freaking baby. You have a baby. I'm a mom. And he's freaking cute. <laughs> he's insane. I'm just so freaking lucky. And you guys, I I don't know why I've never in my life thought about this ever until having Billy. And you guys, me and Colby sit there at night, like holding him in bed. We just like cry and laugh. And we like hold up his little fingers and we look at his fingernails and we're like what is, what? what is this we made it yeah he's ours like yes we keep him forever mm-hmm. like what do you mean yeah. like how did we do this and and it's when we have those moments where like last night we were giving him a bath and it was just like we like couldn't even control ourselves we we're just yeah. like like, is what is real actually happening? Like, like, why do I? Life? I feel this like intense. Oh, it's just like bursting out of my body of how much we love him, and it's so freaking insane and intense. And then I am flooded with this like flashback of like, oh my gosh, like my mom and dad felt this way about yeah. me when I was born. Yeah, and I. I called my mom last Thursday and I told her it took me so long to, to make the phone call because I was like, I'm going to lose it. Right. I'm going to lose it. But I just like called her to tell her thank you for loving me as a baby. And I wish so bad that I could like watch what it looked like. Yeah. Because I hope, you? I wish one day Billy could see like mm-hmm. us playing with his little toes <laughs> And like screaming over how happy we are. I hope he, I want him to remember what that feels like when he's like 30 and yelling at me. Cause I'm like right. asking him if he got home safe and he's like right. married with two kids, sure. like pissed at me that I care. Like I, it's, it's so special to think that I had two parents that did that for me. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird how you like do this full circle when sure. you become a mom and it's all happening to you're doing it to your baby and so then you're like oh my gosh this happened to me and it's all it's just yeah it gives you a lot makes you really grateful for mm-hmm. being right like yeah just raised and yeah, yeah by a loving family or wh- whoever you were raised by you know like someone babies are so helpless you have to give everything to them they need you 24 7 and it's just very grateful that I had a mom who did that for me and a dad. So, mm-hmm. oh, it's just like there are so mm-hmm. many thoughts and feelings <laughs> and <gasps> wow. But we made it through. <laughs> Whoa. We're good. Ooh. We're good. Julie cried but didn't get too messy. Didn't We're too good. Messy. We're good. We're good. We're good. So that's my life as of lately. And it's a beautiful one very beautiful it's so freaking beautiful so well from the flourish family i know i can speak for everyone <laughs> who just like loves you and loves billy and colby and just <sighs> adores your little family and just wants you to keep being so stinking we're happy. so lucky that we have all of our listeners insane i'm sorry like insane. more love than i've ever felt in my life mm-hmm. from all of them yeah all of you Whew. just 
amazing. Thank you guys for all your very sweet messages. I've been very bad at responding. That's okay. No but one, no one expects I know, it. I know, know, but I do feel very grateful to have you guys and for it's just fun to like be on a little journey with and have a bunch of friends that support you and I know and love your baby and they don't what? even know one. Like what? Like sorry. It's just so sweet. I really wish you guys could squeeze in. Ugh. Hopefully it's one like, day all of you guys ugh, can. I know. Ugh. Yeah. It's been very, very special. So thank you guys for everything you say to me and all your sweet messages. Can't wait to show him to Billy when he's of age, you know, can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe one of your guys' babies will be his girlfriend one day. Well, hopefully be, mine. Oh, well, duh. 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 Not an announcement. Duh. 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 One day in the future. Julie's not pregnant, you no, guys. I am not pregnant. Let me clarify. But oh, one day. Yes. One day in the future. Yes. Yes. Um, I also want to know, tell people that have because I've also had people write me and say like, what is something I could give my friend who just had a baby? Mm-hmm. Like what are, what are ways I can serve? Yes. And, um, I want to say the very, cause I didn't know until I yeah. had a baby, like what's been the best thing ever. Yeah. It is hard to know. So hard. Mm-hmm. Um, DoorDash gift cards Ooh. that are sent straight as an, as a text message. I didn't know they oh, do this. That's cool. You just, buy them online and send that's them awesome. and they show up on the person's phone. That's a great idea. There's like, obviously there's like Uber Eats and all the sure, different sure. things, but gift cards for that, because mm-hmm. you can typically use them for groceries or for food to be delivered. And then it's not like someone's home cooked meal that you're like kind of scared of. Yes. Or fast food that's like nasty and mm-hmm. you like really didn't want Don't that. Mm-hmm. It's that has been one of our favorite gifts to receive That's post great. because let me tell you people are going to say let me know if you want a meal yes let me know if you need anything mm-hmm. and as a new mom you literally feel embarrassed for some reason Absolutely. to say okay i yep. do <laughs> oh i knew you would never like I knew you would never agree. And some people's personalities mm-hmm. are even worse. Like I really hate, I would never be like, I need food. Right. Please buy me something. Right. And some people might be more forward and ask, um, but it's, it's really awkward for me. Oh, I, I really don't like it, it at all. There were, co- I was like, I'll bring lunch by. And you were like, actually, no, <laughs> I like, just ate. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, I knew you would never. It's yeah, it's hard. And I'm trying to edit it. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. this fine line of like, you need to let people serve you because it also uplifts them to sure. serve. So don't like tell people no. Sure. Um, but a, a DoorDash gift card being sent straight no, to your great. phone, you can't say no to it. And it's right. And you're happy about it no matter what. Like everyone still needs food. Yes. So and your you're going to use it. You will immediately. Whereas like as awful as it may sound, if someone brings you something homemade, mm-hmm. it may or may not nope. stay in the fridge for mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. and then be done Whereas exactly you're gonna use the gift card yes 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 especially when you look in your fridge and you're like well shoot i have nothing in here truly we have the store dash gift card so amazing that's a great idea yes love that so that has been very helpful so if you are like in a bind and don't know what to get your friend or a family member postpartum that's everyone will be so stoked on that so stoked on a DoorDash gift card 
so fun to live in this time i know like who knew that you could do that (laughs) truly gosh so anyway i love you guys we love baby billy billy loves you he is like definitely the mascot of our little Mm -hmm. flourish Mm -hmm. moment right Mm -hmm. now flourish podcast we deserved we just need julie to bring one one day we know right 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 Mm -hmm. we won't we won't we won't beg we won't beg (laughs) everyone begs how many times do people send us a message saying when's julie's turn often and it's like okay julie can't decide people like she can't just like make one come out of thin air so right but yeah we do we are billy's girlfriend needs to get here one day so just making him wait you know just oh she's mm-hmm. being a tease mm-hmm. we know what she's doing mm-hmm. <laughs> uh well well okay we love you two hours two hour podcast okay but Sorry. Hurry. okay no, everyone loves the two okay. hour podcast okay wow we love you and we get to talk to you guys in a few oh, days a few days so don't go too far no 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 don't go too far you got to be paying attention so mm-hmm. you know when when things are happening because mm-hmm. We're just getting started, people. We really are. We're we came back this summer started. with like a real big boost. Oof. And oof, we're, oof, we're riding oof. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see you in a few days. Hey, love, love you. you.